Welcome back to the show with the one and only Road Dog and Cassio. You're listening to Oh, you didn't know. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse well, me. you've been doing that a lot hurt lately. Chest, hurt my chest. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good to see you, Cassio. How are you? Good, man. You guys had a big week, and we will talk about it before we get started on our topic. Hey, let's, dog. Let me stop you Uh-oh. though, right there, about the reason I was in the news and everything. Like, uh huh. That goat is a known habitual liar. So let's just get that out there now. You know what I mean? She is oh, loose to say the I didn't least. know it was a she. I saw the beard. And was, <laughs> I wasn't sure. I, wasn't sure. I thought I was getting romantic with the <laughs> one of the Duck Dynasty gentlemen. <laughs> you, you, uh... Do you name your goats? Oh, yes. You got a yes. bunch, though. I got a bunch. Well, well you, you got to name them, man. I mean, oh. you can't just. See, I, the chickens aren't as hardy there. as goats. They disappear. You know what yeah. I mean? So I quit yeah. naming them after. Yeah. When my pit bulls came back with like feathers coming out of their <laughs> yeah. mouth, I was like, hey, what, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but we tried. We tried. And we'll up? probably try again for chickens because I, I do love the, uh, the freshness of the eggs. Give me one. What's your favorite goat's name? Is that like naming a favorite child your so, favorite goat? No, 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 not at all. It's my favorite goat. Uh, not only her name, she's my favorite goat. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and uh, I called her uh, <laughs> Broomhilda, but uh, <laughs> but my wife called her Gertrude. Um, and so we kind of, she's the ugliest thing you ever <laughs> seen in your life. She looks like a daggum camel. And, uh, and, but she is the lovingest guy. Like you go out there and she's going to rub <laughs> on you like a cat. And, and I don't know, man, she's just a loving goat. And it's cool when you go out there because some of them are skittish and will run away from you, but she'll, she's going to get right up on you and, and want you to love on her. And so do you know, call her Hilda for short? Or I Grim? call her the ugliest goat in the history <laughs> of, the, of the goat business. <laughs> Ugly Gertie. We Bless need a picture heart. of Ugly Gertie. So and she, she like doesn't get pregnant either, but she's like aunt, aunt goat. Aunt, you know uh, what I mean? Goat. To, all, right. to all the uh, other. She's the cool other, aunt too. Yes, she very, very much so. <laughs> it's, well, look, you, that's why it's cool to me. Is like you do get to see those dynamics and personality and family dynamics and yeah. the herd and stuff, and so it is cool. Well, you've got to get a a picture to us of Gertrude. I will. You know, I will uh, get a picture. I'll get a picture today and send right. it. I'll send it to you. Uh, <laughs> just <but. laughs> just you. I've always and, wanted to ask you personally. If you'll yeah. send me a picture of your goat, I'll be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you the picture of the uh, the south end of her. <laughs> uh, before we get into our topic, just a reminder: please like and subscribe. And leave a five-star rating on all of the platforms. Wherever you're consuming this right now, please let us know what you liked about it. If you have any feedback, have any comments, and we'd appreciate that five stars because it's the only way. If you you don't like us, you know what I mean? Just don't, just keep your mouth closed. You know what I mean? Just Just move on. Yeah, just don't say, just, just, you know, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. We encourage those five stars because it's the uh, only ones RD's ever been. Ever. It's the closest uh, I'm ever going to get <laughs> to a five stars. That's for uh, dang sure. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, personal accounts at Brian R D James at the Casio Kid, and of course the show where you can stay the, up to all the latest in what we're doing at You Didn't Know Pod. 
YouTube, of course, like, subscribe, and be sure to turn on your notifications there so you can find out all that is. And Road Dog Links is a good place to start for hey, everything. Hey, you can start right there and sift through it all. All right. You got to dig through some now. There's a nugget in there every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about why you were in the news, my man. <laughs> The DX reunion at Raw for the season premiere, buddy. Of First, Monday Night Raw sold out. Brooklyn Barclays Center. Come on yeah, now. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, uh, the whole day was awesome, to be quite honest with you. Um, excuse me. Before we get into that, the night prior to the day, I'm probably going to throw up. I'm not sure. Are you nervous? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got me all... <laughs> Talking about DX. Um, <laughs> no, the night before at a, ho uh, a reputable hotel in Brooklyn uh, that they put us all up at, I was I was in my room and everything. I'd met uh, when I got there. I saw X Pac in the hotel restaurant, and so I said, "Let me put my bags up. I'll come down." We had a great uh, dinner and 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 spent a lot of time together that evening um, and ha had a great time. So I went up to my room. I laid down in my bed. And I was watching, you know, either either SVU or, or Forensic Files, one of the two. Um, and I heard something in the bathroom, and I heard it like it was leaking or something. So I went oh. in there, and sure enough, the 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 roof, uh, the room above me was obviously flooding. The roof was leaking into the shower. Oh. So I called, and I said, "Hey, there's whatever." But she was like, "Sir, there's nothing we can do. We are completely sold out. I can take you out of that room, but I don't have a room to put you in. So I, I don't know what to tell you." So I, I said, "Okay, it's, you know, I hung up. I thought at least it's leaking in the shower. You know what right. I mean? That's not yeah. bad." Um, so I go back and lay down, and I, I start hearing a different noise. Then I walk back in there. Now it's leaking on the toilet, in the vanity, oh, on the floor, oh. and so now it's it's standing water in the bathroom um the guy brings up towels the 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 yawn hand handyman or whatever brings up towels for me i go do you want to look at it or something like you can look and i said this room's gonna be damaged you know it's right and so he steps in there and looks i put towels all around finally i lay down on the bed and i'm like it's it's hopefully it's gonna stop in a little while but i'm gonna try to go to sleep so i lay down i lay down and boop boop water dripping hitting on me, you on me in, my in bed the bed now, in my bed now and so i'm thinking like and this is midnight you know what i mean and i'm thinking i gotta get up in the morning and do this thing all day tomorrow <laughs> oh. and so i call again there's nothing they can do there's nothing they can do so it's a double room uh or double bed room thank goodness um i laid on the other bed but i had to put all my stuff up on the the vanity or whatever because i was afraid the floor was going to be wet in the morning, you know, and I slept in the bed and the water line ran from the shower all the way over the bed I slept in and dripped on that other bed I was in and just soaked the whole thing. And so I got up the next morning, I stood in an inch deep water in my bathroom and brushed my teeth and, uh, and went down there and checked out and said, and it gave him my, gave him my bag and said, please hold this for me. When I get back from the Barclays, I'd expect a different room and they took care of me and everything worked out fine but it was like man it was like a snake the safety check above you I, I don't know they went they went up there and told me the lady was in her room but she just had the water running it was just flowing over in her room and what? she was in there i mean i didn't know if she was drunk or whatever but they said yeah she was in there the water was just overflowing so 
Look, I knew it was going to be eventful uh, from from the night prior. But this big day, you got <laughs> but, all then, but then I woke up and, and and look, it it did turn out to be a great day, and I did get some sleep that night. So it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that big a deal. Um, I have slept in worse places. I can <laughs> I can tell you that much. What's um, a what's a call time on a day like that? So I knew uh, X Pac had mentioned like it was one thirty, or he mentioned his car was picking him up at one thirty. When I asked the writers, they were like, "Probably two o'clock. You'll be fine. We'll start doing some rehearsals and pre-tapes and stuff." And I said, "I got up early, you know, all that stuff the night before. I was still kind of in my head a little bit, and I got up early and I got dressed and I thought I'm going to get an Uber and go over there and go to the production meeting." Um, and so I did. I just went over there and went and sat in on the production meeting and, and kind of uh, made a day of it. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I, I loved it. I, I, I love going. You know, once you're up and you're in the city, like I can sit in my hotel room or I can go to the building and familiarize myself with the lay of the land. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? And find, oh, where we had a dressing room. DX had a special dressing room. And I found out where that was. So when I saw everybody else, I was like, hey, our room's over here. Um, but, but you know, that's, that's, I like doing that. I like doing the recon of the, of the venue and, and seeing what we're doing, how we're doing it and when, where. So anyway, yeah, it was up. So it was new, it was noon for me. You know what I mean? Speaking of getting the when and where, uh, when, when did you get word that this was going to happen? The actual 25th uh, reunion and yeah. we're going to have a big night. About a month ago, about a month ago, I would say a month out. Um, it may have been three weeks to be quite honest with you. Um, and I don't know, I don't know, uh, you know, why the last minute thought, but I also saw that Kane's 25th anniversary was, uh, was recently, um, I'd love to have him come back and yeah. burn some people up. So you had to be excited though. When they announce, when they call you and go, Hey, here's what we're thinking. You had to be pretty pumped. This is going to be a fun night. I, look, I am. I was, I, my, my biggest concern the whole time was Billy, you know what I mean? And how, yeah. how are we going to, is he going to be able to come? Are we going to, so, so for me, that's a big deal. Um, and and I read one person online said like Rose dogs road dogs seemed like the the odd man out and I kind of felt like that a little bit like it was, you know what I mean? I know me and X Pac as far as uh, tag teams and, and friendship we're as close as they come but I don't know it just without Billy I don't I didn't it didn't feel the same to me and I'm sure we'll get, you know get into that a little deeper here as we go but. I don't know. It was a, it was a, it was a fun day. I love seeing those guys. I love hanging out. I forgot what your question was. So I'm just him hawing. That was it. You had to be pumped. You had to be pumped. Uh, Yeah, I was. It was awesome. Um, (laughs) I was excited for it. This isn't the first time there's been a DX reunion. Uh, You and Katz talked previously in the archives about raw 1000. Uh, Was this a, what was different about this? Was there a different feeling to you? Yeah, there definitely was. Uh, and I don't know why, to be quite honest with you. It's the same people I saw then. You know what I mean? Right. It's the same. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Sean uh, is now, you know, an executive with the company. Um, Hunter is as well. He always has been. And I, and I am again. And and Xbox, you know, we, we, uh, we all had this one line that we shot down, but it was like, you guys are executives. And, and he's like, yeah, how come I'm not an executive? <laughs> we all go, there's a reason for that, you know, whatever. Uh, but, but 
truth be told, I don't know what the reason is. Um, he's doing great. <laughs> he's doing great at life. Um, it was awesome to see him too. I really got to spend a lot of time with him uh, that, that, that night before and the day of uh, me and him kind of just stuck together all day. What uh, was this your first time at TV since your new position? Uh, no, no. So I went to uh, um, some live events out in Portland or out in, uh, on the West Coast. And then I went to TV in Portland, um, okay. which is where I kind of saw everybody. And, and, and it was my first time back. Um, this one was uh, first time first time back. I guess, yeah, I guess it felt like a, as a talent or something. It just felt right. different this time, and I don't know why. Um, but it, I, I had very little responsibility that day. You know what I mean? Like it was, I didn't have very much to do except act like an ass. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, <laughs> Less executive, it. more got, road dog. Yeah, yeah, got it. Got it. Yeah. That I can do uh, and, and do well. Anybody you were excited to see hadn't seen in a while when you got backstage? I, you know, I saw Brock. Uh, I was in Gorilla when he came up to do his thing, and I hadn't seen Brock in a while, so that was cool to see him. Um, he, he and our, I aren't really tight or anything, but we do get along really well, and I think we right runner and different think along the same lines. He likes hunting, fishing, outdoor stuff. Yeah. You know, I was in the military, uh, guns. We've talked about guns before. We've talked about cars before. We've talked about green egg grills before. So, uh, so, so, um, but one thing I tried to sell him on was a rec tech grill. I'm just kidding. That's it. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't even know if they're still a thing. I don't know. You can uh, figure, figure that part out, Steve. How did, <laughs> How did it uh how did it feel being in front of a crowd again? How long has it been? So, well probably w whenever that the last raw reunion was? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I Maybe? guess when was that? Like I don't it see it feels like that was the last time I was out in front of everybody though was when we did that thing at the Hammerstein Ballroom or whatever, the raw raw 25th anniversary, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't even know. I have no idea, no concept of time. Um, I think it's a little early for you to be placing roles on me too, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, before we get any further, what did you think of Extreme Rules since that just happened? Oh, I loved it. Look, I, yeah. I loved it for, for so many different reasons. Um, the Bray Wyatt return, which I'm sure we'll get to, yep. was, was a huge thing. There were only five matches, I think. I think I remember there only being five matches, but but like each match had its time. It was not one of the big four pay-per-views, so it's two, two and a half, three hours tops. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I just love the fact that it wasn't all the champions weren't on there. Some, it was some uh, different guys that you don't get to see all the time and the uh, Brawling brutes and the Imperiums beat the fire out of each other. So, Imperiums, I said, because um, there's three of them. It's <laughs> Imperiums, I said. Um, but yeah, so they, you know, look, there was so many different things about it that I loved. Um, it's it's only goes to show what uh, this new this new leadership is is uh, got in store for you. Yeah, six. It's six matches with the official deal, and that's six. Six. That's I'm still sorry. low. That's low yeah. for yeah, a, yeah. A it, it is. Think about it. I mean, you go, you get two nights at WrestleMania. So, so to have six matches on a WWE uh, premium live event like that—that that is 
that's cool to me because it feels more uh, punk rock. It feels a little underground and um, everybody got hit really hard with weapons and stuff. So I love, I love <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, from friends texting and a lot of social media, I saw overwhelming positive for it. So that's a, uh, you uh, yeah. know, you're always going to get haters. We're going to get haters for episodes. We do whatever you do, you yeah. get haters. But no, I no, thought no, it was We don't have any. No, we, none? No, not on this show. No, no I'll send no, you some links. No right after this. I've seen them all. I've seen them all. <laughs> Buddy. Hey, can, well, can I ask you a favor? Yeah. Can I ask you a favor? Yeah. Don't send me them. Links. Okay, good. Yeah. I wish I wouldn't see them. Because I don't look. I, I guess. I don't know. That's the smart I, move. Yeah. That's the smart move. I uh, look at Twitter. That's dangerous enough. Uh, while we uh, while you mentioned it, uh, and it was one of the big pops of the night, how awesome was the Bray Wyatt return, man? Now, I mean, man. I, it looked and sounded like the crowd loved it. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did, and the world did. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, it's, it was done so well, and uh, just it was a visual roller coaster ride. You know what I mean? And and, and rightfully so for, for such a character. So, look, I am not in that that uh, those inner circles anymore to talk about creative. So I honestly did not know he was coming back. Um, I love it. I love not knowing there's something very liberating about being ignorant. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Um, and I don't mean by just uh, being uneducated, but like not knowing everything is, is cool sometimes because then you get surprised. And so, um, you know, that's, I think that's the age old argument about spoilers is like, you know, I'd love to just watch it and feel how I feel. And, and, uh, and so anyway, I'm rambling. Well, you are no, well, look, I, I had almost the same exact conversation with a friend of my top guy, uh, Derek zoo, who's a, a just did a stand up comedy show with him, but we started talking about extreme rules and with all the people I know, and I don't, I don't even know that inner circles like you were mentioning but still know a lot of people in the business i heard no no peeps about it yeah and so it was a huge pop it was a, nobody saw that coming and that yeah. is rare at these this day and age it, it's it's uh a sad commentary on the existence yeah. of us all that we want to know it all before yep. it happens um but it was super cool and so if if people and it's proven that they can now can keep their mouth shut and their and their fingers off the telephones and let things happen like that. It will be rewarding for for everybody. You know what I mean. So I don't know. We'll see. So uh, far, so right. good. You you kind of mentioned uh, the new leadership back there, the new regime, uh, so to speak. What was it? Was it a different feeling backstage with Hunter running the show compared to when Vince would run television? Yes. Yeah, so the- <laughs> <laughs> I've been running bless, things right there. Bless his heart. <laughs> We're gonna to get to that in just a second. Uh, yeah, if you're watching um, on, if you're not watching on YouTube, we showed the yeah, Hunter sitting at Gorilla. Showed a Hunter's picture of Gorilla with his reader <laughs> glasses on, and like it was so funny because every one of us uh, got like here handed some pieces of paper with stuff with this is what we're suggesting you guys to say blah 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 we all get the piece of paper we all pull the readers out and put them on <laughs> they all read and then you know okay yeah let's do this um, so yeah look it is different. Um, it's, 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 uh, there's, it's lighter. It's, it's lighter. And it, and it just feels like, look, there are some, uh, rules and regulations that were set in place prior 
that will remain in place because they make sense and they're perfect, mm-hmm. uh, perfectly logical and that you can argue them and, and win the argument with your facts. And that's, that's how it's going to stay. There are some things that are going to change and nobody knows what those things are exactly. So only time will tell, but there is a lighter feeling, a feeling of, uh, I guess camaraderie and, um, we're in this love together. We got a kind that last forever. Um, I was yeah. hoping you would join me, but apparently you don't know any Al Jarreau. Um, <laughs> I know some Al Jarreau, not confident enough to jump in that harmony. Um, but 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 it, it is like a camaraderie thing, like a teamwork, like, hey, we're in this together. Let's go out there and do it. You know what I mean? And I I think it felt the same way before but it was there was a bit of a, a bit of a fear element and i believe that's just different leadership styles uh f- from the different leaders and so i i think that's as natural as the day is long is different leaders are going to have different leadership styles i think uh hunter is will and is finding his way he's already creatively improved the product uh in my opinion by, by leaps and bounds. And, uh, and that's just me sitting through three hours on Monday and not, and not feeling like it's a task. You know what I mean? Not feeling like manual labor and, and Fridays shoot. I wish Fridays were three hours, but I know that lead writers don't, don't want to hear me say that. Uh, <laughs> but like SmackDown is awesome. You know what I mean? Like raw raw has gotten good too. Like I, it's, it really has gotten better in three months or whatever, the, whatever that length has been. And it's, it's so cool to see. Well, you know, like you were mentioning, just as a as a fan perspective, uh, not being around either of those gentlemen, good, bad, or indifferent, like you said, there's different leadership styles. Events yep. seems like a more intimidating presence to everyone. So, like you said, it was almost the fear factor. Like you said, was yeah. not there and, as and much look, seemed like. I don't think Vince. I don't know. I've been argued with this about before, but I don't think he knows how. Like one time I said, sir, they don't speak up in front of you because they're terrified. And he said, well, that's on them. Right. And I got to thinking about it and it was like, yeah, he's kind of right. You know what yes. I mean? Like so, so many, like if you, you know, I know people think to think either think the world of him or they hate him or whatever. So much uh, knowledge about the world, about television, about wrestling, about entertainment, about, I learned from him. Like Hunter learned from him, like everybody learned from him. Um, and he learned as he went, you know what I mean? And it was super cool to be around that. I, I, I call them Vince-isms. There are a ton of Vince-isms that I use in my professional and personal life every day. And uh, I don't know, that's just that's just the fact of it. Like he was a, he was a leader of men. Um, he, again, his leadership style was different and he was an imposing figure. It feels like at the moment, Hunter is more approachable, more accessible. And that's, you know, that's where we're at right now with all that. Uh, you kind of touched on it. You kind of touched, you got to, you, you kind of got to sit back and be talent, uh, yeah. so to speak. So you, did you do, you, you didn't do anything else, no producing, nothing, just focused on the segments really. So they have a new, uh, a new group of producers that are young, talented individuals, um, both male and female. And so I got to kind of 
watch them work a little bit because I haven't had a chance to do that yet. Also got to uh, just work through rehearsals, which was one of my main jobs here. And it, it was, was my main job. Uh, well, it was one of them on, uh, on NXT as well was getting the show ready for television, ready for air when we go live. You know what I mean? Pre preparation. What do we got to do? What's going to fall through the cracks? What if are the are the buzzers we're going to use to cut, cut somebody's hair? Are they charged? Are they what? Or that you would plug them? You know what I mean? You got to think of everything. And so all through in the day, that's what you do is you you prepare for the show to go live for that bell to ring and, and the show to start. And I got an opportunity to see the people that are there now doing it. Um, and I'll probably be helping out a little more with that going on in the future. It's just a really cool part of the industry to me. It's my favorite part. It's so rewarding. And uh, I, I talked to, uh, what was, I, his real name's James Curtin. And now that I know that, I can't remember. His other name was uh, Spud. Um, Spud, not Spuds McKenzie or Spud Webb. But uh, he was at TNA, Spud, somebody, Dom, you're going to know this. Rockstar, Rockstar Spud. Spud. Thank you, sir. Um, yes, that. thank you. Drake, Drake Maverick was another name he goes by, but his real name oh, is James Drake. Curtin. And yes. and uh, and he is uh, a writer on the show now. And me and him spoke at length, this TV uh, in, in Brooklyn, about how much more rewarding it is to see your vision come to fruition like on a television show more rewarding than it is to just go out there and have a decent match you know what right. i mean or have a good match like that was cool too but it's really cool to write a show and see it come to pass and it executed like you know what i mean like it's really rewarding um so again that's my that's my favorite part that i got a chance to do a little bit of that uh which i haven't done in a while and so that was very cool for me Man, side note, uh, you know, we might hit on him again in, in some other future episode, but Drake's such a talented kid. Oh, he and, is. And incredible. so glad he has found a niche there. Yes. Yes, he is incredibly talented. And look, Hunter saw that. Every time the kid got let go, he got brought back. You know yeah. what I mean? Every time. And so so he he's a guy that you – he's like a Ryan Katz, if you ask me, is you go, I don't know what I where I need you, but I know I need you. You know what I need mean? To be on I'll, the team. Uh, yes, you're on my team, and so I'll I'll plug you in wherever I need you when that time comes. But I'm scooping you up now. You know what I mean? Well, you mentioned it earlier, uh, and the talk, of course, um, one of the big t talking points was that Billy not being there. Yeah. Uh, everyone was talking about that. You said on Twitter that every attempt was made. Uh, I'm assuming uh, AEW being in Canada on a Wednesday did not help the situation. Uh, but what can you tell us? What would you like to tell us about having Billy Gunn at the show and how it didn't go down? Well, it, look, it it broke my heart, and I, I believe it broke his too. Um, and in all actuality, Hunter was not happy about it either. Um, and Sean and, and X-Pac weren't, weren't either. We kind of wanted the the band all, all that we could get back together and then definitely China's there in spirit. And so that didn't happen. You know what I mean? And, and from what I understand, and again, I'm not in those inner circles anymore and, and for my sanity, rightfully so, and, 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 and thankful, but I don't know the exact reason, but I know everything. I was told everything that we could do was done and we couldn't come together. And so 
He wasn't for one minute, like during that, the day prior, he told, he texted me or I texted him and said, Hey, are you going to be able to make it? Have you found out any answers yet? And he said, yes, I'm in. And I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. And then literally before I, I was traveling that day, before I landed at home, I had found out he was not in and I texted him back and he wasn't happy either. And, you know, it was just, it just didn't work. No matter, yeah. no matter what. And look, I understand, um, whatever. I, I understand that, that, you know, we're not, uh, huge fans of each other or whatever, you know, from a right. business standpoint, but like what, I don't know. It was just a, it's just a big deal. Uh, and I feel like he got ripped off. He didn't get to, he didn't get to live it with yeah. us. You know what I mean? And that's, I'm just sorry for that. And I think, I think he, well, I know he is too. You know what I mean? There'll be, there'll be other reunions, but there's only one 25th. And that was a moment. Yeah. That he's look, miss. I barely made it through that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you the truth though. I said this a little bit before we came on the air, wiggling my legs like boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant or the bullet Bob Armstrong wiggling my legs a lot. I did not realize was exercise. But uh, two days later, with that delayed onset muscle soreness, Doms, my thighs feel like Doms. Bless his little heart. <laughs> no, they are hurting so bad. And I, and I kept thinking, like, what they cramped that night afterwards, they cramped all night. And not my hamstrings, my whatever's in the front. I ain't. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. Gordon, Quads, baby. I ain't Gordon, I ain't Gordon solely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The quad, quad, quadriceps. Oh my God. Apparently I have them and they are hurting like hell. Oh man. You should have soaked in that water that was leaking in your, in your room. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some salt in there and get you free You know what we need to get us is a dead gum hot tub. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We need to get us a hot sponsor. Sponsor, yeah. Yeah, hey, but if you're in there, we, me and Road Dog won't shut up about our new hot tub. You can't shut us up about it. You don't want to see us in it, but you <laughs> no. won't shut up about it. Look, I'll tell you this. Here's what I got to say about this. Michael Myers sure is scary. But the last thing you need is to be hairy this Halloween. Hairy! Luckily, our friends at Manscaped launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Take care of them pumpkins, baby. Turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy <laughs> and join the six million men. Hey, Manscaped, you ain't a mad magician. Now you can't. <laughs> you Chris Angel, you can't make mine. <laughs> you can't make mine king size, no matter what you do. All right, let's stop that there. I think if you trim the hedges, the tree looks bigger. It is Amen. not bigger, Amen. but it, you can see the whole trunk. You know, what I mean? you yes, see the yes. trunk. It's it's optical illusions. <laughs> Look, you can join the six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com. By the way, 6 million men, you know what that means? Yes. 12 million pumpkins. Oh, yes. Well, I there's was, a few, probably a little less than 12. There's a few I was know, Han Solos like, out there. That is not a party I want to attend. 
I tell you that much. <laughs> you have got to throw a woman in there somewhere. <laughs> if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna be at a six million man party, well, I hope the pumpkins are all. The pumpkins gotta be up. spicy, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manscaped.com. You can get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code DOGG. So make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim, and I'm choosing trim. Me too. Except I'm for, as, of course, my gut. And, uh, but I'm, so, I'm as slick as a candy corn, son. <laughs> we Put talked last week about the pumpkin candy corns. Did anybody do any research on no, that? No, not yet. I'm going okay. to find out. Whew. You ever trimmed your balls, dog, and it turned into a Freddy Krueger film? <laughs> <laughs> This music is great, too. I was going to say hey, Nightmare on Elm hey, Street. I to think it's a honest. cul-de-sac. To be- <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare. Hey, to be quite honest, I have. Really? And it was, yes, and it was not pretty. Hey, they're, and they're uh, bleeders. They are bleeders. <laughs> I mean, just a... They got a hue, a creep hue. Just, <laughs> just the tiniest nick, and you're in trouble for a minute. Full. You know not I mean? with Manscaped. No. Not with Manscaped. Yeah, my, Manscaped here is to save the day and make sure you're feeling your best in your costume. Look, I know, you know, if you're in a Halloween costume, not all of them want blood mixed in. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So you got to figure it out and unlock your confidence mm. with the Performance Package 4.0 inside. You're going to find the holy grail of men's grooming items. That made it easy those, for you to upgrade your routine. Let's talk about that ball routine. toner. Ball toner? You talking about the ball toner? Uh, yeah. They've got all kind of the crop preservers, the deodorant. Yeah, um, you gotta mm-hmm. need that, mm-hmm. and then the crop revivers. What that's you're what I was talking about. about. Yeah, what you talk? What did you say? Yeah, you ever you ever drive by? <laughs> you see a corn maze where it's all that dead corn stalks? Yeah, they need some of this. The crop they definitely reviver. need some of this, and then make a crop circle. Yep, that means your pumpkins will be staying fresh. And trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will be thanking you straight they will up. Thank you. They are going to thank you. But they uh, speak plus, Spanish, so prepare yourself. Hey, they've just launched their new body buffer. You know about this? Uh uh-uh. uh. What is this about? 100% antibacterial body scrubber. Just what you need to keep the entire package head to toe fresh and clean this Halloween. I tell you huh? what, when you, I, I think I need that, to be quite honest. Is it like a. I got to do some research on that. Is it like a loofah or is it like a scrubby? Is it a, is it disposable? Is yeah, it... it's a whole body scrubber. Plus it's got antibacterial stuff for all that stinky stuff, man. I want to scrub with that. Uh, plus <laughs> your favorite is your weed whacker, the nose and the ear weed trimmer. Yes. That keeps yes. everybody total game changer. You don't know that you need that until you're an old man and you realize I have hair growing out of Like I had a hair growing out of my nose. <laughs> Like how, the, how the hell do you have a hair growing out of the middle of your nose? Like that hey, was, yeah, I don't know. That was, I got that weed whacker and, and as a gift uh, because somebody told me my ears were getting hairy. And <laughs> I thought, you are lying, by the way. Yeah. And the first time I stuck it in, yeah. and I heard all of it again, and I went, walking here now. Like, sound like you had to shear the, the uh, change the shear pin on that bush hog. <laughs> I bogged it down, son. It cut off. It just cut off. Uh, but Manscaped is here, and they're going to have, look, if you're looking like Wolverine and had not cut your nails recently, oh, they got yeah. the Shears 2.0 nail kit. They're 
This is men's grooming at its finest, all right? Amen. It's 2022. Yes, it We're supposed to look good now. Hey, and I travel, so the, the bags that they sell. Oh, the Shed Travel the, Bag. Yeah, yes, it's awesome. Um, yeah, so it's perfect. If you want on this, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DOG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code D-O-G-G. At manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweenie. Halloweenie, he said. Yeah. 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 Hey, keep your pumpkin spicy and your king size candy bar melting. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Fight size ain't bad. I'm just going to say that. No, the fun size. Huh? Yeah. The it's fun, called the look. fun. That's fun in the name. <laughs> it's right in the name. It says fun. It doesn't say satisfaction. <laughs> no, but we're having some fun. Yeah. We're having Not some money. All right. A, can't everybody have everything now? <laughs> Before we get at, to the actual DX return on the show, let's talk about a little bit of the show around you. Uh, you mentioned you saw Brock in Gorilla. Yep. Brock Lesnar returns to confront Bobby Lashley, which would lead to Seth Rollins winning the U.S. title. How about this for a pop as well? Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson return alongside AJ Styles to be the OC and Dominic Mysterio. Man, he hates his father. I mean, I he know. just, bless what his, a low-down, dirty dog. Ray's, he had, Bless hit Ray's a, heart. Yeah. Don, his own son hit a, a 619 hole. on him. He hit, but he did it from the other side. He hit uh, like a nine one six or a, yeah. or a, I'm not even sure what it he is. Went, I'm yeah, not good at reverse. Math, but it's yeah, he did it reversed, and so that's even worse. Low down. I told him, I said, Hey, Ray, I hope your kid breaks your nose when he gets you. <laughs> he said, Look like God. he did, he bounced he off said, the My ropes. God, dog, why would you say that? I said, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, he was sad in the ring. I saw him, he was hey, crying, man. He was crying. Hey, that was good TV, my friend. It's because great TV. It, it, well, yeah, with him. They're in them in the background, and it's just good TV. It's good drama, too. And look, if you can't relate to uh, having an argument, well, I, maybe you can't. Maybe I'm the only one. <laughs> I can relate to uh, to fighting with your siblings or your father or whatever, and, and maybe not to the point of physical punching, but um, – no, who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> I've never six one nine my dad. <laughs> I've never one time we did sixty. No, um, well, no. <laughs> me and your dad. Me and your dad did. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We never did that. No, never. Never. Uh, uh, also, Johnny Gargano uh, defeated Austin Theory, among other things. Uh, top to bottom, even regardless of you guys being involved. What do you think of the show itself? Good show. Like, yeah. really good show. Like, look, Miz, to me, is is uh, evergreen. Like, at Miz, he's, he doesn't look any older than he did when he got here. You know what I mean? He, he He's, I don't know, I just bring him up because we worked with him in a backstage. He's so professional. He's so good. Um, you give him lines. He remembers them exactly. He'll lead you to where you're going in a promo. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. just such a pro. And then you look at, oh, man, the 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 bloodline is, is so cool right now. It's, there's nothing... Man, there's nothing better in the world of, of uh, sports entertainment or professional wrestling mm -hmm. than Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. It's the best thing going. And 
it was almost like, yeah, what, what do you need DX for? The, these guys are the cat's pajamas and they're today. We were 25 years ago. These cats are today. Um, and I love it so much because they grew up right here with me in Pensacola. They all went to high school and played football in the city leagues just like I did. And it, you know what I mean? So I just, I, me and Junior uh, traveled a lot, you know, uh, their daddy, so, uh, well, the Uso's daddy anyway. Um, so I don't know. It was just so cool to see their meteoric rise. Um, and it's, and, and the characters in the bloodline are so dynamic and interesting. You got Jay, who's like the heel hothead who, uh, and Roman has to kind of put him in his place. And you got Sammy who's, and, and I don't know, it just seems like the perfect, uh, vehicle for just great stories on wrestling right now and great matches too. Sammy can have great matches. Solo can have great matches. Usos like it's, I don't know, man, it's a dream come true for a, uh, for a writer of a television show to have them bloodline. So yeah, it was a great show. Um, I guess we were the icing on the cake. It was a great house there. Uh, it was sold out. Technically speaking, it was sold out. Um, so it was a lot of a lot of New Yorkers uh, came to came to have yeah. a good time, and for the last eight ten minutes of the show, we were, had one with them. You know what I mean? Uh, you talked about uh, you know it was funny. I had a moment where when the bloodline was all in the ring together, yep. and Sammy, of course, is being hilarious, saying you can say that, and you can say and even <laughs> you, and he points at Paul and Heyman is surprised yeah. that he can say, it. but. <laughs> Just seeing them together, I went, wait, this is a huge faction now. Yeah, yeah. and This has surprisingly it's, gotten real big. And it's hugely uh, successful. Yeah, you know what I yeah. Mean? Like and they're all really good. They're all great. And and it's, uh, I just hugged them when I got, because I hadn't seen them. It, it was great to see them. I, I should have said that earlier. Um, always really friendly and professional with Roman, but I didn't know him and I still don't to the extent that I know the Usos mm -hmm. and Solo Sokoa. Um, just spent a year with Solo down at NXT before he got, he came up and, and the Usos, I was, they were my tag champs. Them and the New Day wrestled a million times on SmackDown when I was a lead writer. And so they're my boy, you know what I mean? I feel like they're my boys and I, and me and, uh, when I say junior, I mean their father, you know, Rakishi. Yes. Um, or the Sultan, or uh, the Wild Samoan, or the, I forget how many gimmicks he had. <laughs> um, the real Double J worked with him a lot when he was the Sultan. Oh, the uh, Sultan. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a cool gimmick it, with uh, with uh, the Adam Sheik baby. Um, so yeah, look, to get, see those guys was awesome. And to see, back to the, the bloodline point, to, to see them in the ring and to see the success they're having and, and they're on top of the world as far as, you, they're as high as you can get in the wrestling industry on top of the world. And and uh, look, I love them. So I, of course, I'm happy for them. There, again, while we're here, I might as well hit on a couple things there. Yep. Uh, first, uh, Usos and Solo, uh, I always find it interesting. Their dad, uh, you know, an intimidating presence, big guy, but he also had a lot of fun in the ring. You know, he's oh, wearing yeah. shades and he's <laughs> dancing and the whole yeah. deal. Uh, and then their characters are so serious right now. Yeah. Um, so let's hit on that a little bit. Uh, I'm sure 
off camera, uh, these yeah. guys are absolutely great to hang out with. Oh, they're the best. They really are the best. And they, like, all of a sudden, they just, one of them just grabbed me from behind and, we, you know, like we just hugged each other and everything because it, it is like kind of like a homecoming uh, when I see those guys uh, particularly. But look, I think they are very serious right now, but I also think they've been there for a decade now. You know yeah. what I mean? And they went through the phase of neon pants and neon paint. Mm -hmm. And they went through the phase of, uh, you know, the Usos a day one or whatever, you know? And so they've been through uh, all these phases to where they're come out now. Now they're established WWE talent, super, you know, superstars. And now they can do these dynamic things with their characters because while they're very serious, how entertaining is it Incredible. to watch their segments? Yes. And, and so it's because of the the family dynamic. You know what I mean? It's very real. It's very relatable. And they're great at pulling it off. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns had some backstage stuff where they just sit down on a couch and do it. That's that's award worthy of, of, of some acting uh, award. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's that good. Sa Sami Zayn's incredible. Um, as, yeah, he's just incredible. As serious they... Well, first, their characters, it seems like a natural evolution, like you were saying, to where they yeah. are. We've went through all that stage, and as you get older, you get a little bit more serious in some stuff. And it, yeah. and so it seems like they're at a natural place, like that's where they should be. And then now, like you said, now Sammy's there, and so he can kind of bring that levity and the entertainment side yeah. and let them be that we're the focus superstars. We're doing a job, what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's well, a perfect blend. Th th think about it. Who other than that click forward slash faction, I don't know what you want a family. Right. Um, who do you wait to see come out other than them? Who do you wait to see it go back? You know, and I have a few guys I like. I love to watch Seth work, uh, AJ Styles. I love to I love to watch guys work who work. Uh, like it's their first match ever, even though they're 20 years in the business. And that's, that's those two guys it's specifically come to mind, um, work hard, so hard. And I love to see a, a guy that works like it's, like it's real to him. Um, but I love to see when those guys come out, when they go to a backstage and it's in Roman's locker room, like that's, that's what I'm watching the show for right now. And so, of course, we're going to continue down that path, but also we're going to continue to add, uh, and I say we, I have nothing to do with it. I'm doing live events. <laughs> I'll just follow their lead. But the creative <laughs> team and, and the creative content uh, providers will continue to push characters and storylines that will build up underneath that great faction. You know what I mean? And so it, it's getting back to where everybody's got something and it, there's something going on with almost everybody. You know what I mean? And that's Man, that's how it used to be. And that's what's cool to me is no matter who you see out there, there's something going on with that person. He's he's fighting to make a name for himself with with uh, Mustafa Ali, um, you know, or Bobby Lashley. Now he's picked a fight with the Beast. And so everybody's got something going on. And I feel like that's old school, uh, which, as we know, everything... Uh, that is old becomes new again, including really short shorts uh, for guys. <laughs> like what the crap? Um, you Are you still team airport? cargo shorts? Are you cargo <laughs> yes. crew? Yes. Yeah, give, me, give me some good camel cargos. I'm good yeah, to go. Yeah. So. Hashtag cover my legs. <laughs> what? Uh, also, while we're here in current, you mentioned him. Um, uh, let's let's hit and and brag a little bit about Solo. I thought he's 
done a yeah. great job since he's came in. What a intimidating, great character he is. Yeah, yeah, and he's the baby. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so, so, so Sometimes that is the the case, though. Maybe the baby gets the biggest dose. Um, but but I don't know because he's he is. Man, he was so good uh, when he came to NXT, and I first met him. Like I was like, uh, first off, I was freaked out. I didn't really know there was another another brother. I knew there was more Fatus elsewhere, but I didn't know there was another Uso brother. Um, um, th that was in the business yet. You right. know what I mean? I knew that they had other brothers, but I didn't know the. So anyway, I met him, and he was. The first time he ever was in promo class, he cut a promo just like the Usos used to when I was a uh, lead writer of SmackDown where they would cut like a rap, uh, battle rap kind of promo where they'd go back and forth and finish each other's stuff. And he cut one by himself that was just as good as they were. And I just thought, oh, God, this guy's, this guy's got it already. Then I saw him work and stuff. And, I, and like, yeah, he just, look, it's like a duck to water. You know what I mean? Like, that's just an Uso in the ring. It's like a duck on a pond, you know? Um, they just know what to do. And so he was no different. All right, let's get back to, to this in, uh, incredible night that we were talking about. Um, 25th anniversary DX is a big deal. We've discussed you and Billy originally joined uh, now, when you see nights like this and you're involved in this 25th one, uh, looking back, I, and I know you had to know and be proud of how impactful DX has been on professional wrestling, but a, look, a night like last week had to be pretty cool to see how impactful we really are as DX. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's it's it never feels bad to go out there and everybody remembers every word of your catchphrase and and they scream it to the top of their lungs and they and they're there in support of you even though you're fat and old and gray and you know what I mean. But they're still there and they still love you and 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 they show you that. Um, and it's yeah, that's never gonna get old, even though I am getting that way uh, by the moment. Like, but but that's never gonna get old. And yeah, so it's look, I use this term a lot: the meteoric rise of DX, and and uh, it burned really bright. It burned really fast. It was about uh, you know eighteen months, two years, and DX was disbanded. You know what that's I mean? Crazy and to think about. It's crazy to think about now. You think about the, you know, is the bloodline going to be in 25 years? Are they going to be doing? And and at the rate they're going now, I vote yes. <laughs> I vote please um, that I see them again in 25 years. But I'm just as big as they are right now. Um, you know, we had a talk and it was just to talk about uh, where they're at. And it was Sammy and I shooting the breeze. He said, yeah, I just don't want it to get sale. Uh, stale, excuse me. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to get stale. And I said, well, Sammy, you are far from there right now, my yeah. friend. <laughs> like it's, it is hitting on all cylinders. And the, the minute, um, and I get Sammy's uh, trepidation, like, because when you are, look, him and Kevin Owens and, and people like that, I, I throw myself in that category perfectionist want to be perfect want to overthink everything want to do that and and so sammy overthinks that he he doubts his own ability uh or he's not sure of it as sure as i am when i watch it because i i could watch sammy do this for, for a year another year straight you know what i mean and not and not frown on it at all but that's because of how talented he is i just think uh he don't know he's beautiful 
Never crosses my mind. He don't anyway. know he's beautiful. <laughs> Never crosses Coming from behind. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know the words. It was just uh No time and time I've told him so. Yeah. Come I on. Told now. You, tell you, Sammy, you're beautiful. That was actually Sammy Kershaw. Yeah, it was. Double Sammy there. Double Sammy. A double Sammy Sammy. <laughs> double Sammy Whammy. All right, let's let's get into the show. You start you off the show, my man. Okay. Yep. Opening segment backstage. DX is returning. <laughs> You're talking about how you got to keep it PG. Yeah. Then you start cussing. Let's yeah. be honest. You volunteered to say penis. I did not only volunteer. But <laughs> when I did, when I did it in the walkthrough, it was requested that you please do that during the take. So. Yes, but yes, I did volunteer because I asked earlier. Listen, this was my thought process, and this is. I, I sat in that production office or in that production meeting and I asked a young writer's assistant next to me. Uh, he's actually a writer, I believe. I said, hey, what are words that are PG that I can say? And I said, can I say penis? Can I say, you know what I mean? I started and, and I said, I don't want to use it in any context. I said, I just want it to blurt it out or or like if they come to me to ask me something, I just say, penis envy, what'd you say? I'm sorry, excuse me. You know what I mean? Like I just wanted something to be, and, it, and again, sophomoric by design. You know what I mean? I, I read a lot on Twitter. Uh, so I did read a lot on Twitter. Uh, I was trending for all, all the wrong reasons, trending on Twitter. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I was, uh, people, oh my God, he's so sophomoric. He, shouts, pe he shouts penis and thinks it's funny. I, I thought it was. We used to tell people to suck it. Like that's what for 25 years to suck it. And those same people who go, and he's being sophomoric or go and scissor me, daddy ass. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? I don't know what to tell you. Um, Whose who's idea was the chickens? I, I got to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, hey, what was so funny was... Uh, this is funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> but my my uh, six year old granddaughter saw the clip. My daughter my daughter showed her, and she has one of those chickens. Yeah. And so she said, "What is Pawpaw doing with my chicken?" <laughs> she was like, "I don't think that one's yours, honey. I think that's somebody else's." But look, I also think there was some the 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 the. Mm -hmm. the kicker on the end to me was when Hunter said, ah, oh, beep it, and threw the thing down, and it went, <laughs> It was <laughs> like that awesome. Was, that was, uh, but that's the studio, putting the little finishing touches and, on that. And, and we uh, found out your cock was on the end. You told us. <laughs> See, that's what I, I tried to say stuff like that that I thought was funny. Like, well, mine's, I put mine down there on the end. <laughs> Just so, it's so sophomoric that if you get angry because it's sophomoric, I don't know what, I don't know, man. I don't understand. You're just, you're looking to hate. Wooking Penub. All the wrong places. Uh, yeah. You All right. So after after you guys open the show, hilariously, I might add. Uh, now let's get into it. You have you hit on it. Uh, Ms. and Maurice backstage after Dex, Dexter Loomis made a mess of Ms.'s birthday bash. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you talked about how evergreen he is. These two yeah. are absolutely great together. I personally love them. I love, love them. the what reality a, show. Can't a, get enough of beautiful it. Beautiful 
couple of people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what a what a like they are both beautiful human beings, and and like I've had nothing but great uh, interactions with both of them. My, the whole time I've known them, like I have it one time. Uh, what well, one time we were booking her to wrestle and she didn't want to wrestle and we kind of didn't know that. And so I had to call her and she was just scared to say, like, I didn't want to say I couldn't do it or I, I don't feel like I'm in shape. And, and I said, no, 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 let's whatever you want to, you know, and we, we moved it back eight weeks and she had some more time to get her gear together and get in shape. And it was just, it wasn't even a misunderstanding. It was just, she kind of didn't want to, I had to call her personally because she was a talent and I was the lead writer. And so even that was, her being really sensitive and sweet about not wanting to mess up the story or something. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, no, you gotta, you gotta be happy and healthy and everything's gotta be good to go or we don't do it. It's just phony baloney wrestling. Um, but yeah, what a beautiful couple, beautiful children. <laughs> to your point, the, the, uh, the variety show, the reality show. I mean, huh. it's, it's sure. good stuff, man. What a, what a, what a nest egg they are putting away for themselves right now. Um, and, and that's how you do it, man. And guess what? When he turns 45, 50, he's retired and he's sitting on the sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Oh, watching the ships roll in. If you don't know Otis Redding, hmm? then Casio, we need to see if what Katz's schedule looks like. <laughs> I was in harmony with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know he's working. He's busy. Yeah, he's got a shoot job. I don't. That's why I'm here. Uh, look, we're going to, you You mentioned it. We're also, everyone I've interacted with in the business that has interacted with Miz talks about how much of a pro's pro he is. Yeah. And we're going to get to the end of this thing and we're going to look around and see that Miz has literally done everything in the business that you can everything. do. Everything. And, um, and anybody uh, who who underestimates him or thinks less of him just doesn't know the amount of value he brings to the table. Yeah. Uh, because he can wrestle a two-segment, three-segment match. He can cut a promo for eight minutes. He can lead a, a, a Miz TV promo seg. Like, he was, as a lead writer of SmackDown years back he he was a dream come true as a talent um and the first time i saw him uh about a month back he said are you coming back as a writer man we had some really good times back then and i said yeah we did uh but i'm not so i'm sorry <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was it was we had a great time during that run and and a lot of talent that are huge stars now got their got their shove right then you know what i mean and i look i love to being a part of it mine's more stupid than than good i oh. just i just peed a little dog not because the i'm nights, scared just the nights I pee. are getting longer and I'm the breeze stronger. isn't oh, yes sorry they said stiff but i said getting stronger <laughs> that's right this episode brought to you and sponsored by blue chew Guys, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. That's especially true in the bedroom, especially when it's time to step up to the plate. That's Batter where up. Blue Chew comes in. Look, we'll have you stiff as a skeleton. 
<laughs> I made that one up. They didn't. I know, I know. But Blue Chew will have that stricken from the record, yeah. please. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night. You can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visit to the doctor's <laughs> office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. You know what I love about it the most? What you got? It's delivered to my house in a display. I mean, it's delivered to your house, should you get it, in yeah. a discreet package. But nothing, uh-uh. I repeat, nothing no. will be discreet yeah. about your package. I mean, look. It's time to get off the couch, back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, get to work. BlueChew.com. All right. You've get got to it looking work. right. Now get it working right. That's what mama said. Like, yeah, with Manscaped, you get it looking right. Yep. Now you Blue get it working right. Get it working right. Your little, right. Your little All right? snack size, your little fun size thing. Go ahead. <laughs> So if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. Chew it and do it. That's a great tagline right there. Chew have, it and do it. Yeah. Bottom line is, have better sex, they say. And well, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code what? D-O-double-G. That's right. D-O-G-G at checkout, and you'll just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code DOG to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you, BlueChew. And to all you guys out there, get to work <laughs> like a doctor. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, now we get to, uh, we've hit the bloodline, we've hit the uh, the Miz. Now let's get to uh, you guys ending the show. Uh, you get your big entrance in the Jeep. Uh, that was a lot of meat in that Jeep. So. Hey, a lot of meat, not just in my seat. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> That whole Jeep was slammed. <laughs> hey, hey, so that is the original Jeep oh. that, that we rode down in Norfolk in. And I mean, it's the exact same Jeep. We went to the dude's house on A&E uh, Treasure Hunters, WWE and A&E's Treasure Hunters. Myself and Mick Foley went to the guy's house to try to buy it from him. Um, and so, so we kind of wanted it at, for for the Hall of Fame, for, for uh, accesses, for, you know what I mean? To have this original yeah. iconic DX Jeep. So on that television show, Treasure Hunters, we were allotted us a little bit amount of money to, to negotiate with the guy. So when we got to his house in North Carolina, he's got a ton of stuff. His dad was the driver of the Jeep. Colonel Willie was his name. Sweet. Uh, he drove down, he drove at Norfolk down that, down that ramp, that infamous ramp. And uh, 
He's got a great collection of, of military stuff and just an awesome collection. Uh, he passed on, but his son, John, uh, who drove us in the Jeep, that's his Jeep now. And so we said, hey, we'll, we'll you know, throw out a number. We're going to start negotiations. And he said, no, no, no. He was hesitant. He didn't want to say it. So finally, well, I said, look, well, out of respect, you're not, we're not going to throw out a number either because we don't know what you're thinking. And I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect you. And so I said, please just throw out a number. And he said, okay, $300,000. Oh, <laughs> we, we had like 35 grand to negotiate. <laughs> with. So we, we said, uh, no, we're going to let you keep it. And, uh, but can we, can we borrow it? Can we loan it? Like you, you, we pay you to travel and ship it and bring it here. You shine it up and do all and handle it all, but we're going to bring it to different pay-per-views. We're going to bring it to different. So the guy was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. So what he wants to do is, and this was his thought process. What John wants to do is, and again, uh, I don't, I can't, John Warren, I want to think, say is his name, but I'm not sure on that. Uh, but Colonel Willie's son, John owns it all now. And what he wants to do is open a museum of, uh, military history museum. And so he has got everything from, from uh, the first ever Marine paratroopers, full uniforms to all kind of stuff. It was incredible to see Whoa, uh, super neat. J Japanese machine guns. And I mean, he's got everything you can think of. So he wants to open that museum. And with this Jeep, his vision is to put the Jeep in the middle of the museum and on one side, have it be, uh, you know, a period accurate, uh, you know, um, soldiers, mannequins or whatever, like, like that would have accompanied the Jeep from 1952. And on the other side would be DX members. Uh, and, and so it was, it, he wants it to be the centerpiece. And so his point was, I'll sell you this Jeep, but I'm going to sell it for a price that I can buy my whole museum. Right. And so, and, and or I'm going to keep it and it's going to be my centerpiece in my museum. We couldn't afford to pay the, you know, I mean, you could, but we, we didn't want it that bad. So he gets to keep it. We get to borrow it. Uh, best thing ever. So, so yeah, that's the official Jeep, man, that, that we drove down in 25 years prior to that. Uh, and it's beautiful. He keeps them in great shape. Uh, that, that cannon was a little close to your head. It got hot. Did you see the, like when it went off, I thought <laughs> it, burnt, it. it singed my eyebrows. Like I thought, good Lord is, I didn't know we were shooting a howitzer out here. I thought it was just a, you know what I mean? Like I you, thought, I don't know if you remember when we did it in, in DX, it just went <laughs> poop. <laughs> it was That's what so I was loud. expecting. It was it so was, loud. This it was time. loud and hot. And you looked at it like you were angry at somebody I was. Didn't know who to be mad about. Hey, and then I had a whole thing of glow sticks and I saw Stewie, one of the cameramen that's been there forever and I love him to death. And he's a great guy. I just chunked my whole thing. Because <laughs> they were all throwing theirs and I thought, yeah. you know what? I, I just threw mine right at Stewie's camera. <laughs> I was hoping they had it. It was on, but I didn't, I didn't see the red light on. So I just wanted to... Dude, but it was... It was, it was, it was exhausting for me to get up in that Jeep, to get down out of that Jeep. I was like, please take a, a crowd shot when I, when it's time to get me out of this thing. You, uh, you get in the ring. First of all, uh, Waltman, uh, gets the mic and thought it was great that he made sure to mention China. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was very cool. Well, he, he, Did so you guys we, go over that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, well, he and I spoke a lot about, 
Uh, well, we spoke a lot about everything, you know, for, for those, for the day, the night before and all day. And he said, like, somebody should mention her. I'll do it. And, and I said, I think you should anyway, dude. I said, I think it's only right that you should, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and he felt the same way. So he was going first. So he knocked it out. And I don't know if Hunter and Sean knew he was going to do that, but uh, he probably told them uh, separately than me. I just wasn't there when he did. Um, but yeah, it was, look, it's appropriate, right? And so the hard part to me was going to be, what do I do when, when I get to Billy in my promo and he ain't there? Like, yeah. what do I do? How do I do this? And, and look, that's, you know, it's probably more important to bring up China because of her passing and everything, but it's, and it's, and it's, but, but for me, it was like, Billy's not here. And, and, and I don't know. So it felt awkward um, being in there, but the crowd, like when I said, when I said, uh, you know, the road dog, Jesse James, and I just thought, I just went, I don't even know why I did that because I was thinking, I was going to say something and then I, I was going to say something and, and, you know, about Billy or something. And I thought, man, this didn't go too well. The, you know, trying to get him here. If I say something, it might not go well either. And so I thought, man, the best thing I could do right then was just let them say it. And thank God they screamed. It, Boy, you know they, what did. I mean? they did. And it was, it almost made it okay in my head. And that's, Look, uh, you know, in between my head and my heart's uh, a long ways sometimes, the longest 18 inches in the world. Uh, but but that it made it when they when I just held the mic up and they screamed Billy Gunn, it, it, he was there with me for a moment. He was there with us for a moment. I'm being selfish, but but he was he was a part of it because we made him a part of it. And when I say we, I mean the WWE universe. I I just held the mic up and they did the rest. And like I don't know. In retrospect, it all went exactly as planned. You know what I mean? And the people were there for it. And it was as good as we could have get, gotten without him being there. I even noticed uh, Sean got the scissoring in. That was, that was. Oh, did he? Did, I did didn't you notice that. I did not notice, he but I, I'm, gl out. I'm glad he did. Uh, I'm glad he did. And I know, um, Corey Graves had the line of the night, and I forget yes. what verbatim. He said what the he works with office uh, equipment, office now. supplies. Yeah, <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. Like Corey's a talented dude I mean, too, man. He is a he is a uh, a wordsmith. Like if you think if you listen to him uh, to Corey, yeah, and you may have a personal feeling one way or the other towards him, but he is a wordsmith, man. He is good. He uses his tongue prettier than a twenty dollar anyway. <laughs> I love him. I yeah, don't know about too. his tongue, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> you think you love him now? When you get to know his tongue. Yeah, he is uh, everything he's been involved in. He's been yeah. great. And, yeah. uh, I mean, our podcast is better than his. But, look, that's just us. You know what I mean? We're having fun having a good time. Yeah. Our podcast I have is no better. idea what you're talking about. Our I'll podcast is better than his. Oh, who's Corey Graves? Yeah. Has, does he have a podcast? <laughs> that's the correct answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> you... Uh, I'm just kidding, Corey. I've been on his <laughs> podcast. Uh, let's uh, let's keep going and dissecting every little bit of this moment you guys had. Okay. Um, did you did you go for an order? I, I felt like there was an order, and then HBK. I felt like he he jumped in one time. I didn't know if he was planned. Uh, did I, how much did y'all talk about order and what you were going to do? So so really, we literally said. 
so you want to say something first, kid? Then, uh, then I guess okay. I can. Then I'll go, and, and then Hunter, will say, and then Sean will say, "Suck it." You know what I mean? So it was, <laughs> it was literally like you say your thing, I'll say mine. He'll yeah. say his thing. By behind, I don't know. I wanted that to rhyme somehow, but it didn't. <laughs> um, and and so we didn't it, look. There was, <laughs> to be quite honest, there was very little talk about what we were going to do and how we were going to do it out there. Um, we just went out there and had some fun. Look, we so so one one funny story, kind of uh, a little bit behind the scenes, is uh, we knew when we got out when we went when we went break it down, and here we went. We had eight minutes, and I thought, man, that's not a long time to for for everybody to do their thing and us to come out here. And anyway, we we so we, they said we're going to put a clock. There's a a red digital clock, like at the Degum basketball games. Um, right under the hard camera. So you'll be able to see, uh, you know, right what time it is. And at 11.59.50, we got to be off the off the air. And so, okay, that's perfect. We all got that. You know what I mean? And and Hunter and Sean are going to be the ones that need to keep an eye on it, really, because they're going to be tailing Charlie. And so we all get in the ring. We look at the clock. We got like seven and a half minutes. Like, good. We all start talking. Kid talks. I get the thing. We look back and the clock's gone. And oh. <laughs> the oh. clock is gone. And uh, so I literally, and if you watch it back, you could probably see all this going on. I literally did my thing. I gave the microphone off to Hunter. I went over to, uh, you know, a, uh, uh, to Mario's the kid's name. I'm trying to think what his billet is, but, uh, but it's like a floor manager. Um, he probably said exactly what it is, a floor manager. I looked at him and I said, where's the clock? <laughs> he said, I don't know. And I said, get out. So he he moved over in front of the hard camera, but sitting down on the floor so you couldn't see him, his back to the hard camera. And he was going to give us the times and count us down. And so, you know what I mean? Wow. So he was like, five. We got five. And I was like, okay. So then we ended up having like two extra minutes. And that's what I think why Sean and Hunter uh, kind of really got to just do what they wanted ad to do lib. and take their time and ad lib because we were trying to make up. We didn't want to go off two minutes light. You know what I mean? Like you got to stand in the ring for two minutes then and go like, Hey, <laughs> and so it was like, let's, let's milk this for what it's worth and, and take us down to the end of the show anyway. Um, so look, that's, that's four old pros out there to uh, winging it and getting it done and, and having fun while we did it. And so look for me, that's what it, is all about. Um, DX was super cool, super cool part of my life. Uh, New Age Outlaws, super cool part of my life. Uh, anytime I get together with those group of people, it's going to be special for me personally. Um, it just so happened it was really cool professionally too this time. Um, I'm sure we'll do, you know, 30 and, uh, <laughs> and 35, and uh, I won't be there for 40. Come on, you'll I, be there for 40 no, 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 and 50. I have dog. a planned, uh, I have a planned <laughs> expiration a, date. <laughs> I thought you were like, I already got plans on the calendar. Not gonna make that when I got something planned. Uh, I've watched this a couple of times, so I got some small nuances I want to ask you about. Okay. One, uh, as uh, if we could, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, yes. <laughs> You kept putting your hand in your pocket. Was there something there? Or was that just a, a thing? That was just yeah. A, that's just me. That's just me. Notice. I was okay. nervous. Okay. I was nervous, and I was fat, and everybody had a jacket <laughs> on but me. Everybody had a jacket but me. I didn't have no cool jacket, <laughs> so I nervously put my hand in my okay. pocket. I don't know uh, what to tell you. Two. 
Uh, you've mentioned white guys with no rhythm before. Uh, yeah. We missed the fourth cannon shot, the fourth pyro shot. Did y'all I hit, miss it? Or did y'all, everybody, everybody. Y'all hit three and y'all are all the fourth. And I thought, oh, no, no, no. That was not us. That was, that was Pyromania. Pyro? Yes. Okay. It was one, two, three, pause, four. Right. And we rehearsed that actually during the day. Well, that's how y'all did it. Y'all did the yes, pause. You damn right we did. <laughs> Mr. Pyro Man's looking for employment this evening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We were like, who gives a crap? <laughs> also, didn't, didn't go perfect. Whatever. I noticed, I, I have to know this. You, once you're starting, mm. Hunter's talking, and now there's a smell in the ring. And that you was said, not- that's gas. <laughs> he asked if it was you, and then you said, that's gas. <laughs> what, do you, what would you like to mention here? I did not say gas. What'd you say? I said, that's Kaz. Oh. Because a guy that used to write for us and is a huge uh, content creator in the hip hop uh, community. I can't never pronounce his last name, but uh, Kaz is his name. He was a writer on, on the team with me. Um, and now he's he has his own thing, but he was sitting there on the front row with a bunch of friends of his and they reeked of weed. And so, so it was I, the person at the hotel when we got back say, did one of you guys fart in the ring? Was that? I, was I like, know. Wait, no, nobody farted. It was weed. The whole building smelled like weed. <laughs> well, he, I think uh, it was know, incredible. Said something about, Do you smell that? And then he said, was that you? And he <laughs> said, that's not me anymore or something like that. And that's so I thought, it, yeah. well, maybe it's weed. Yeah. And then I thought you said that's gas. And I yeah. went, wait, did somebody fart in ring? And then you, <laughs> I saw you point to the deal. I to thought, the dude, that was him, Kaz. And <laughs> look, he's just a great guy. So I just threw his name out there. I, but I also believe it was he and his friends that smelled like weed. Um, <laughs> I thought it was gas. And he, it was like, man, if out of all that, you had the presence of mind to know who farted, that was pretty strong. <laughs> I got a strong. nose. My nose is like a basset hound. Cat. Yeah. <laughs> like I can smell gas and pinpoint its away. exact location. Like a shark to blood. I can smell it. No, it was weed. And it was good weed, too. Was that probably, that, <laughs> probably that medicinal. That government weed. Well, buddy, this had to be a great night for you, man. It sounded fun. It looked fun. I thought it came off absolutely incredible on television. I f- thought for sure you were going to ask me about the one thing my daughter, my 19-year-old daughter, is like really perceptive. And she's, oh. she watches stuff and she goes, uh, "How do your, the next day she texts me, how do your knees feel? And I said, oh, they hurt. They hurt. And she <laughs> said, yeah, um, I noticed the one time you told Xbox to go get on the second rope and you didn't do that. You did. You pointed and then you went to the, you're like, you get up there. Well, I thought, I said, and then I went to the middle, but then I thought Sean's going back there. I thought, Oh God, I got to go do it too. Now I thought I got myself out of it. Uh, trying to direct traffic and control everything, manipulate it to my, to, to my best interest. Um, and then I went back up there and I pulled myself up on the second rope and I thought, I did it. <laughs> and then I thought, I got to get down in a second. You're um, supposed to be talking about that. You're supposed to be having this great moment. And you're worried about your knees and getting on the middle row. They're going, yes, yes. I, uh, uh, that's just how, that's just where we're at. Look, it was a 25 year anniversary. Dang. Well, look, I, was, I was at least 27 when we did it. If you'll promise me at the 30th, I know you got to have matching t-shirts, but if you could get, I'm a Fergal McDivitt guy on the 30th reunion, 
We got to get a podcast plug or something. We do. We have. Do we, let me ask you this: Do we have Fergal McDivitt shirts yet? No. Well, let's do it. Will you? Let's, let's do it. Let's. Well, let's let's ask. Let's ask. What what if what if some of the shirt options that we've had that we've come up with zero? Unless, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a lot of ideas. Virgo McDivitt. Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's let's throw some of these horrible ideas out to the people. And yeah. see if they, it, what if they think, like, I look, I love the Fergal McDivitt thing. I even liked uh, the Dom uh, design the thing with oh. the, with the, uh, the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch is the Patterson film Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> I think now we need fanny packs that says that's gas. Yeah. <laughs> that's gas. <laughs> That's what we need now. <laughs> it was not gas. It was not. I mean, I don't know. It could have been gaseous. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's our look. Look. What we got? Place belt here is our, oh, our shirt. Oh, and the Voodoo Ken Mafia. Yeah. Well, all right. Okay. You know what we need to do? Those uh, Are those flying off the shelves? Do you know? <laughs> have you seen numbers yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see numbers. I see this one's $22. Zero yeah. sales. We might need this to change one. that price or something. We might not have a sale. Hey, Hello, let's just to... give it up. Let's just give them away. Uh, at, <laughs> least somebody, at, at least somebody will wear them. Somebody be wearing us promotion. Uh, right. Yeah, let's let's work on a Fergal McDivitt shirt. Um, right. Pod pound, dog pound, whatever you want to pound, call yourselves. Yeah. Uh, let us know uh, what needs to be on the shirt. We need to get those cranking. We need to we need to get the we merch. We do something, there. even if it's just the word penis. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can I across. say penis? <laughs> Okay. Hey, let's have hey, a picture of that chicken first... and say my cock's on the end. <laughs> that's, that's mine down there on the end. Yeah, mine, that's mine down there on the end. Look, I had a good time. And for the people uh, on Twitter, just go back to playing with your Twitter and let let us people be. They're trying to be happy. <laughs> trying to live their life and be happy. Kazim, yes. Dominic, you know Kazim. What is Kazim's last name, Dom? What is Kazim's last name? Two. One, Dom is going to have his legs broken. Yeah, oh, he's he's good. He, you know like what he said? Have. Dom said earlier his legs were he could crack walnuts with his legs. <laughs> Dom can now. Yeah, that's what I. That's what he said. That's that's uh, not Kazim. Yes, f yes. See what his last name is. Uh, I can't pronounce it, and I'm going to just going to butcher it. Femiyad, Femiyide, Femi, Femiyide. Yeah, maybe Femiyide. Um, we just called him Kaz. Yep, that's um, why I I see now why you just went Cass. Yeah, well, I went with Cass. Um, but great guy. Reeked of weed. I don't know what to tell you. Got that gas. Uh, Brooklyn. Listen, man, I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to just do me a favor and run on over to SaveWithConrad.com. Get yourself a quick quote. My man Andy M. just left us a five-star review over at ConradReviews.com, and he had this to say. The effort and communication from Josh was above and beyond. We ran into several unexpected hiccups along the way, but Josh kept us informed and kept looking for options to get things done. In the end, we were still able to refinance to a 15 year loan, or we're going to be able to pay it off in 10. And we took enough cash out to pay off our credit cards, my truck loan, and even buy my wife, her very first new vehicle. We're going to save over $500 a month from what we would have been paying without the refinance. We can't thank everyone enough. Now guys, that right there is a win, win, win situation. Let me explain over the last couple of years, your house is probably worth more than ever. Now, what you do with that equity is up to you. And what I'm going to recommend is we do what our man Andy did. Andy took himself from a 30 year loan down to 15 years, but he's planning to pay it off in 10. 
And how can he afford to do that? We got rid of all his credit card debt, just like that. We got rid of his truck loan and we even got him enough cash to get his wife a new vehicle. The result, cheaper monthly payments. How does that happen? How do you get a new car, pay off a truck and get rid of your credit cards and cut years off your loan? You go to savewithconrad.com. We're going to get you cheaper monthly payments. And how's this for starters? No house payments for the next two months. That's right. You can skip your next two payments. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And buddy, if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. And here's the best part. We don't say no. We say not yet, but here's how. I don't care if you were late here or there. Maybe you had a bankruptcy back in the day. Maybe you were late on a credit card. We're going to help you figure out how to get in the situation that your family needs now and long-term. We want to be your mortgage advisor for life at savewithconrad.com. Before we get out of here, let's get to some fan questions because uh, okay. fans were excited. They had some questions for you at WWE Master 2018. He tweeted us at you didn't know pod at Brian R.D. James at the Casio Kid. Any funny interactions with the following uh, wrestlers uh, from the show in Brooklyn? Any funny interactions with anybody else on the show? You told us um, a little bit about Waltman and the Usos grabbing you for mine. Anybody else? Yeah. Uh, well, look, some of the people, some of the production people and stuff that I used to work with closely and I haven't seen in a while were there and it was awesome. But, but, um, no, I think I covered probably all the, the okay. funny ones. Look, it was the best to, to hang out with kid. Me and me and kid are two peas in a pod and kid, kid, kid just came out. Kid, I'm talking about X-Pac, Sean Waltman, when I say kid, um, he just had his first grandchild. There were me and him and Stephanie in gorilla showing grandbaby pictures to each other. I, you know, me and her, him showing him to her. Um, she doesn't have any grandkids yet, of course, but like it was, I don't know. That was a cool moment because it was about real life and friends I've been doing this with for 30 years. Uh, and so I don't know. I think the, 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 the more than funny, uh, interactions were the special ones and, and all that I had, uh, were that. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, we had fun all day, uh, but I don't remember anything specifically hilarious uh, with, with any specific talent. It was great to see everybody, though. Did uh, Sean Waltman have his dog Lula with him? He did not have Lula. Uh, is it Lula or Lulu? Is it? Uh, I, I think, think it's, it's Lulu. How great is she? I, I just made that up. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the dog's great, but she is getting old. I talk, It is Lulu. I talked to him about, I said, well, how's your dog? He's a man, she's getting old. It's, it's going to be any... We talked about, you know, we're, we're, we're animal lovers. Yeah. Pet, pet people uh, love pets, but they, they, they're part of the, being a pet person is losing the pet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he, he mentioned how hard that's going to be for him. And that's, that's for real, man. That dog, you know, you can, everybody can kind of joke and make fun of it or whatever, make light of it. I don't think make fun of it, but make light of it. I think that dog saved his life and, and vice versa. You know what I mean? And I think that's a, a beautiful story. Uh, I think it's basically the definite or the, uh, plot line behind John wick is a boy and yeah. his dog. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful thing. And, and when you kill the dog, then everybody dies. Yeah. It's game on. I got to uh, talk to him at a Starcast, uh, Sean Waltman talking yeah. about, and he had her her with him and seeing you know you, your first if you've never seen his dog go Google it one <laughs> eye tongue sticking out yeah and he will immediately tell you I rescued her and she rescued me yeah like yeah. and and, and that's, down and and I know that to be true you know yeah. what I mean and and I think it's a beautiful relationship um, uh, he met his girl that he's with now because she was. Uh, 
uh, housing uh, boarding pit bulls because you know a lot of people won't board those as, as foster animals mm -hmm. and she was fostering so that's how they got connected like he's a he's an animal lover man and so that's going to be a tough one uh when that comes and we all know if we're you know if you're an animal lover you know you know that dread um yeah sorry i didn't mean to take us down no, it comes to the territory she, but that's she, why you yeah. do it yeah give them the best life they can for they for they check out amen uh the Fra uh, francis reyes says who did you know who was in the gorilla during this segment oh who did you know <laughs> what I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry i don't i didn't understand that question who was in gorilla while you guys were uh, working so oh hunters there when you start do you know anybody in gorilla uh yeah 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 i know everybody in there but um but nobody producer, anybody will the, know really yeah the producers are all in there um, i won't go through all their names uh, just because i don't know if I should or not, but, uh, Billy Kidman's been there forever. Times the show. Great, great, great guy. Great at his job. Um, uh, Billy Kidman, he's a, you know, stalwart, steadfast guy there. He's the, he's the guy always there. Um, like I said, Stephanie was in there. Bruce was in there. Um, a new uh, a new talent relations executive from that came from the Oakland uh, or from the uh, L.A. Raiders, uh, who now works with us, sat in there with us, got to got to know him a little bit. So sit, look, I sat in there for most of the show until I had to do something just because I I wanted that that uh, that fix of yeah. being on the headsets and listening to the live show happen, and it's it's all fast paced and and. Uh, and, and happening in real time and you got to make decisions in real time. And you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a rush to me. At real coach Rosie, our boy, J bomb, Josh Rosenbaum says, would DX be just as popular in 2022? I'd say of course, but who in the current program uh, would DX feud with? Ooh. Yeah, Lord, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't we gotta know. You got to get that we, Usos feud, right? We yeah. Get yeah well, look, I, that's, that's, I'd love to say that because they're on top. Uh, <laughs> so I'd love to I'd love to run that one uh, a time or 12 uh, because we can do individual <laughs> matches. We can do six man tags. We can do. Uh, so, so, yeah, look, I'd love to work with them. I don't know what DX would look like in 2022. Uh well, to be quite honest, I, I kind of think they look like the bloodline. You know what I mean? Only the bloodline's not sophomoric in their humor and stuff, but they but they're entertaining and they're on top of the world, on top of the wrestling world. And I feel like DX was at one time. Yeah, and also in that time, that was that was the contrast. That was that stood out. That popped. Hey, we hadn't yeah. seen something. Let's go in that edgy, and that I mean that's what changed everything for. Yep. It. That was the perfect time for that. It was. And look, that was, uh, you know, I'd love to say, oh, DX did it. But there was a multitude of things that were happening in the 81st week, 82nd week, yeah. 83rd week. And then suck it. Uh, <laughs> um, the great Fergal McDivitt. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I love reading the uh, the private chat line. <laughs> Sorry. Austin Williams uh, tweets us, did it feel any different now that Triple H is in charge compared to the years past when he was just one of the guys like you were? Well, um, yeah, it felt a little different, but I, again, it would just, I knew we weren't going to, I knew we could do whatever we were going to do. We weren't going to get in any trouble. Um, and I knew, <laughs> but, but I also knew that when Vince was there, you know what I mean? The truth be right. told DX was going to go out there and do what they were going to do. And, 
and come back and go like, sorry, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, DX um, happened while Vince was there. So yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, let yeah. y'all so do he, your thing. He knows. He knew. Um, but yeah, so it look, it just felt different because we're all older. We're all a little more settled down. We're all a little more talking about our children and our, you know what I mean? Like it just, it just feels different now because it is different now. We're older now. Things are, life is different now. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, of course, there's going to be a different atmosphere backstage. Leadership change. You know what I mean? We've talked about that yep. a bunch. Chip Maxey, toot toot, he says. All right. Uh, Chip Maxey says, what did you think of, well, we, we, we touched on this. Uh, what did you think of Corey Graves' hilarious line about Billy Gunn oh, working yeah. with office yeah, yeah, equipment? Yeah. He said he thought it was a nice tip of the cap to Billy and the fact that hashtag everybody loves the acclaimed. He's right. There we go. <laughs> yeah, he, he was right. And we did touch on that. I think, look, I think that the way we did it was as tasteful and as classy as we could have. Uh, and so, so look, I, I, I wish he would have been there. That would have been a hundred times better to me, but uh, we did what we had to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, I think everybody knows he's with a different company. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Company. And, I I mean, think, and I think they're very, uh, understanding. Yeah. And so it's, you know, we all wanted him there, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah we all wanted the same thing. Nobody well, was like, cool. Not, glad they not, left Billy. Apparently not all of us, right, but, exactly. but most of us wanted him there. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Robert Castaneda says, how did the crowd feel? Did you have goosebumps walking out? Well, you, you came out in the Jeep. You said you were worried about your knees and the cannon yeah. was loud. But did you ever have one second, one moment where you went, all right, this was the moment. This was the goosebump moment. Um, Were you too focused on everything? I was focused, man. I was, and I was, I was, I took, look, I really was because I, I don't right, wrong, or indifferent. I don't do a lot of physical exercise anymore. And so this was, I was going to have to go out there and walk up those stairs and get in the ring and look like at least all quasi athletic. Um, and so, so, um, I was very focused. I took some leave. I told you earlier, me and Xbox drank an Alka-Seltzer, um, to prevent some cramping. Uh, and so once I got on that Jeep though, I really did. And it was, it was weird. Um, Everything, every ailment, every pain, every ache, every sore went away. And when that music was hitting, and I just saw a thing on Instagram, a video of us behind the curtain, right when the music started playing. And uh, I looked like an idiot, but I was really had my eyes closed and was into the music and, and it was hitting. And I remember that moment. Because uh, I remember doing it because I was praying and I was dancing with the music and I was just getting in that headspace of going out there in front of the sold out crowd uh, and saying my thing one more time. And I never once thought that maybe the last time I ever get to do that, but I'm thinking about it now and uh, I'm glad the way it went. You know what I mean? I, again, I wish Billy would have been there, but I'm, I'm happy for the way it went. But it all, all, everything went away, and everything was okay, physically. And uh, boy, I sweated like a, you know, like some person that sweats a lot, I guess. Uh, but but, uh, but I, like a but, big guy doing wrestling like, stuff, like a big guy that yeah. And so I yeah, and so but but, man, I, it was awesome, and and everything just melted away and it all worked. And I got to my hotel room and I couldn't sleep all night, man. I was up 
and uh and just thinking about everything and just it just what a night you know what i mean what what a night and i'm just uh proud as a pig on percocet as uh to be a part of it and to be a part of the wwe to be a part of degeneration x to be a part of the new age outlaws to be friends with these guys and to be on here with you the Casio kid. Well, this has to be a letdown after that night. It is, it is not, Casio. Don't you sell yourself short. I was going to say also, you mentioned it earlier in the show, uh, you had that moment of happiness when the crowd screamed Billy Gunn for Billy you, Gunn. badass Billy Amen. Gunn. Amen. Uh, and you and, mentioned. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't know what to do. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't know. So in my mind, and I, and I know we got to get out of here, but in my mind, I was thinking, I'll, I'll say a rhyme. Uh, and it was like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we go way back, like the seats of a caddy. Uh, he ain't here, but scissor me, daddy. You know oh. what I mean? Or something. I'm going to say something like that. Yeah. But then when the, when the thing didn't go well, when it all did the, the, uh, the handoff didn't go as planned. I just didn't think I should say anything. Um, I should just let this lie. You know what I mean? And Thank God for the WWE universe because they came through for me, man. They came through for me and Billy and 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 the the 25th anniversary of Degeneration X. So muchas gracias. It was awesome. We uh, you know, we had we were we were proud watching, man. Happy for you. I mean, yeah. people started texting me how cool was that. Conrad Thompson was immediately my first text was just him and said, "How damn cool was that?" And it was, yeah. man. It was just it, a cool it, night. It, it, look, I, I, I pray because I don't know how to look at it from your eyes or your perspective. All I know is how to look at it from mine. Yeah. I pray it was as cool to everybody as it was to us. And, and it really, you know, it's phony baloney wrestling. I say that a lot, but our friendships, our relationships are real. Our, uh, our relationships with our, each other's families and stuff are, is real. And so that part's pretty real to us. You know what I mean? And so again, thank you guys for letting us, letting us do it. Like you said, let's get to 30, man. Let's uh, be rock and roll. Let's talk about the 30th when it comes around. And thank Amen. everybody for watching it and uh, and watching this, the recap of it. Uh, but, and again, before you get out of here, like, subscribe, leave a five-star rating on all platforms. Talk about your favorite five moment stars. from that D-Rex re reunion. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. He's at Brian R.D. James. I'm at The Casio Kid. Of course, the show handle is at You oh, Didn't you Know. Didn't know. Oh, yeah. Hey, Casio, thank you so much, man. Dom, Steve, uh, all, all the, uh, I'm trying to think of a uh, Derek, the, you know, everybody who comes together and puts this show together so that I can just sit down in this chair right here and let me show you how it's done. He played fire on the mountain, run boys, run. Sorry. Uh, Devil's in the house of the rising sun. I'm going to listen to that on the ride home. Let's get out of here. I could sing all day. Casio, peace out, dog. Peace out. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> oh.